When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, B. Willie? What's good, kid? Guess what? Get... We're back recording on an iPhone <laughs> because the third <laughs> laptop I've used in two weeks still doesn't work. Shout out to technology. I'm but just it's... saying, I don't know how confident you are with technology as well, though, B. You gotta admit, you've been known. Oh, it could be a me problem. You know what? The one common... <laughs> The one common factor in these three laptops not working, it's oops, it's oh. me. <laughs> but I'm it, done with technology. Let's let's move on to another subject that disappoints me week after week. The Dallas Cowboys. But you know what, man? I was ready Sunday night to put a nail in the coffin of my of Dallas course. Cowboys season. That was it. I wanted I wanted to lose forty to six. That's what I called out. 40 to 6. Jerry Jones can finally wave the white flag. We can trade away a piece or two before the deadline and let's start rebuilding. But you know what? My Dallas Cowboys, they don't even know how to lose in 2020. They come out, George, in my defense, Mike Nolan's defense, forces four turnovers Saw on that. Carson yeah. Wentz. So Carson Wentz throws. Two red zone interceptions to Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is going to be my NFC East hero of the week. I don't know if you saw the first one. Mm-hmm. He slides, gets a knee down to uh, turn the field over. And the second one, he looks like uh, Stefan Diggs with an over-the-shoulder catch, which he returns like 30 yards. Yeah, it was impressive. And- I mean, he's been pretty – so so the entire year until oh no last he's been week. he's Absolutely. been beat like a he's drum. been bad yeah he's been bad no and so I want to give him credit like a good cornerback in the NFL he has no memory and he just went out and he did his thing on Sunday Night Football he is my hero of the week good to hear but yeah this but I don't know how much of a hero is let's let's hop back to a zero real quick and that's Carson Wentz who is such a Jekyll and Hyde for me I go week to week on this guy saying oh he carries the Eagles no or very poor last week. Very poor. Has, yeah, yeah. He he now has 16 turnovers through eight games. Uh-huh. He he is putting up Hall of Fame Jameis Winston type of numbers. It's true, dude. This guy, he alone, Carson Wentz as an individual has more turnovers than 30 NFL teams. As a matter of fact, the only team that he doesn't have more turnovers than is my Dallas Cowboys, mm. and that's it. Carson Wentz, man. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch and Donovan Wilson forced fumbles on him. And obviously, I said Diggs got the two picks. And those four, four turnovers kept us in the game. And if it wasn't for Benjamin Anthony Danucci, and if you know his initials, if you would uh, spell it out, are B A D. So my quarterback, Bad Danucci, dude, this kid is so overwhelmed. He is flinching yeah. at the rush, yeah. he's sailing balls. Of course, the excuse is going to be that the offensive line 
uh, is complete garbage. So they were. Time. They were very. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But, st- but a lot of it is, George, a lot of it is, is Danucci holding on to the football way too long. That's the story of the game for offense on me. Uh, just get rid of the ball, kid. Uh, I believe that will be his first and last NFL start. Uh, now we're looking forward to um, – we have a, a serious quarterback competition. Cooper and Garrett, Dallas. bro. The two whitest Ooh. names ever is Cooper and Garrett battling it out <laughs> in Palm Harbor, dude. This is <laughs> insane competition, dude. It is. It's awesome. So we're going Cooper and Garrett. <laughs> Cooper and Garrett, dude. Come on. They are battling it out as we speak. I like how the Cowboys are being all coy and bashful about it. We don't know who we're going to start. It doesn't matter. You're playing the only undefeated team in football, guys. And newsflash, how about you do the Wildcat with Zeke and call it a day, dude. Have Cooper throw seven passes. And have your boy Zeke just, hey, you want to do something fun? You're not really too interested this year. How about we just put you at quarterback? Did you see the cute play calling on Sunday night that Kellen Moore did? I'm starting to think Kellen Moore might be just as much of a cancer to that team as uh, Mike Nolan. I was talking to a a diehard Cowboys fan like yourself, and that's all he could talk about is Kellen Moore's play calling. We're doing double reverses. Backside George reverse like your life depended on yeah, it. We're throwing yeah. back passes to Cedric Wilson. At one point in the game, we're up nine to seven in the red zone. We could have went up sixteen to seven. And in a game like that, I think that might put the nail in the coffin and give the Cowboys a victory. And we probably do some not. gadget play. Probably not. Probably but, not. Yeah. <laughs> but the final score was um, Eagles twenty-three to nine. The yeah. Cowboys now have scored one touchdown in the past three games without Dak Prescott. And as we posted um, on our uh, NFC East Feast Instagram this week, the last quarter that Dak Prescott played, we scored 24 points in that quarter. Yeah. Okay? In the three games since, I saw that. we put up mm-hmm. 21. So once again, Dak Prescott is just cashing checks and breaking necks as he doesn't play. It's, too, it's, it's crazy that all of a sudden Andy Dalton is no longer the Cowboys' savior like it was when they came back. I just thought it was interesting – I know oh, that you know. you've been against this, and I know you have, but at the first week when he came back, obviously you were pretty confident, but not as confident as some of your, your uh, other Cowboys fans out there. So, Are you talking about the anti-Daxers? Yeah, the anti-Daxers are <laughs> still alive and well. I don't know if they still feel that way, but I know uh, – I mean, the O-line is well, beat up. I will say that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's beat up. Uh, Andy Dalton should have come back this week, of course, as you know. It was only a one-week concussion protocol because your boy John Boskett um, lighting him up. But if you but play what? for the Dallas Cowboys that one week, you'd really like it to be four weeks. You know what I mean? So what, was, what I want to know is what was Andy doing? Andy did not travel with the team to Philadelphia, okay? And guess what? He shows up at the facility on Monday, and he tests positive. So, Andy, uh, you are now the co- – he's the COVID cowboy. Damn. I think Andy – Andy and that fire crash was in downtown Dallas slinging some dick, boy. That's all I can think of. Because if Andy's coming in hot on Monday, he wasn't with the team. I think Andy was partying, bro. I like that, so I dude. Mad. I like Andy how he has so many nicknames, and I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't mad at I ain't mad at you, Andy. It's cool with me, bro. So it's all right. Andy's out, and I'm out on the Cowboys Eagles Sunday night. I, I cannot talk about the game anymore. I do want to highlight a few more defensive oh, players. Oh God, though. dude! Right? Okay. All right. Let's let's go ahead. Okay, go give ahead, me dude. a second. Go ahead, dude. Yeah, Nobody cares. Fish- <laughs> All about I have a fish- defensive Shut players. Shut up! Dude. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I have officially <laughs> taken. 
Sorry. Are you done? Sorry, go. Fine. Are you done? Yes. Go ahead with your defensive players of the week, dude. I have removed the ski mask from Demarcus Lawrence, okay? He's officially showing up to work and now earning a paycheck. He looked like the best defensive player on the field Sunday night. Shout out to Tank Lawrence. Um, Leighton Vanderesh forced a fumble. Him and Jalen Smith were actually hunting. They, they were going after the ball. I was very impressed with them. Uh, Donovan Wilson forced a turnover. As we already said, Trayvon Diggs had two interceptions. Um, everybody's favorite pothead, Randy Smokedog Gregory, came off um, the li- reinstated list, and he actually was flashing. So there was some signs of life from the Cowboys' defense, although our offense is now completely inept, and the script has actually now flipped. I was all about the offense, and our defense was complete trash for the first month of the season. Now our offense um, cannot manage to score a touchdown, and the defense has actually showed up. But I do not think the defense will show up against Big Ben yeah, and the Pittsburgh showed Steelers. up last week is, is key on that one. But speaking of defenses that showed up and almost forced an upset, Let's talk about the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. The, those Bucks fans we, uh, we talked to last week, Logan Cunningham and Jay Ludds, they were pretty confident that the Bucks were going to blow the doors off the and Giants. And did I not sure. say that I didn't say something about what Logan said and what Ludd said? I just didn't like the 10.5 on that game. Where George was right. Yes. George, you, you were correct, my friends. Well, um, what did you think? What was your takeaway after watching the Giants and the Bucks on Monday? I just thought it was, it, was, uh, it was kind of a slow-paced game. I think the Giants' defense just stepped up, really brought some pressure. Did you know the Giants' defensive line is seventh in sacks? Impressive. Do I, I in the league, the I mean, they're, they're strong. And, and again, uh, we'll get into it later, but I am interested to see how we hold up against them uh, this week. Y'all, your offensive line is going to be tested, man. Leonard, Leonard Williams, the big cat. He's playing some big boy football. Um, they also have a high draft pick last year out of Clemson, Dexter Lawrence, who's starting to show his worth. Yeah. I like uh, Kyle Fackerel in their linebacking court. He's I saw that. Plays. I saw that. Yep. He continues to make plays. And uh, their safeties, Logan Ryan and Jabril Peppers, those kids are fast to the football. Uh, James Bradbury had a bit of a rough game this week. He, I did he see that. He called for two, two pass interference calls against Mike Evans. Well, Mike Evans is a monster. Um, he ended up having a really nice t- uh, touchdown catch. Um, the Giants were winning at halftime, much like the Cowboys were. Um, but then the GOAT, Tom Brady, came out in the second half, threw touchdown passes to Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans to give them the victory. Um, but what I really want to focus in that game is um, the last drive of the game where I now have a new name for him. He's no longer Danny Dimes. He's Daniel Pennies. Oh. Daniel, Penny, Daniel Pennies drives the Giants down the field. Um, scores a touchdown uh, to make it 23-25, to 25, and they go for a two-point conversion, which came out with a lot of controversy. I don't know if you saw a uh, rookie defensive back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, he hits the receiver right as the ball gets there, and one of the referees throws the flag. The other referee who had a better mm. uh, view of it does not. The refs get together. They pick up the laundry on the field, and it is uh, game over, 25-23. But if that flag would have stood, the Giants would have had another opportunity to tie that game up at 25 and go to overtime and maybe pull off the upset against those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like what Joe Judge is doing out there. I like the risk he's taken. I think he believes in his team. He knows the division's open. I think Ron Rivera just made that same uh, decision for the L a couple weeks ago. So I agree with these new coaching staffs and trying to instill confidence in their teams. I do. No, no, I like it. I like what Joe Judge is doing. That team is playing hard, man. They they were with uh, the Buccaneers for 59 minutes of that football game. So, and that's the Bucks are about as uh, hard of an opponent as you're going to get. So, I think you guys got your hands full with the New York Giants this week. 
But speaking of the New York Giants, I know we had a special guest again this week, and this guy is a Giants fan, Mr. Joseph Jonathan William Bob. Wanted to share his thoughts on Bucks Giants and look forward to Bucks Washington football a little bit. So why don't you uh, give Joe Bob a little bit of hype and uh, see what he had to say about it? All right, Joe. Let's see what you got to do. Yeah, I know you left us a voice memo. We have to go on your podcast, NFC East. I will see you guys all the time. So let's get to what you guys like from my personal opinion between my New York Giants versus the Washington football team. Okay, tell me this, though. Does Joe sound like he's locked in a basement, bro? Can he be more quiet, Joe? Really, dude? Just Joe, you don't got to whisper. All right, let's get, let's get back to it. Come on. This week, um, I want to start off by saying last game was actually very surprising. I was expecting it to be not as high scoring due to the Giants being – uh, win less of the time, and the Washington football team only have one win, which was all the way back in week one. So I will say it was shocking. I mean, also, um, here we go. You know, just you no know, losing Saquon Barkley, and also um, both teams having brand new coaches. And uh, both teams having brand new coaches. You know, I will say I was shocked. But anyway, uh, you know, they both played good. You know, John struck first, and then you know. Washington came back with a punch. Boom, boom, boom. Giants came with a W. Boom, boom, boom. Even though Joe Bob, boom, Jones, boom. I think Joe Bob. horrible playing this way. I think he won 12. I think he won 12. I want to say 112 yards passing. And I'll get into that later. Also threw a pick in that game. But, I mean, he's young. Eli had the same issues. But I, I just, uh, you know, I hope for the best. More, We had more patience back during the Eli Manning era. So, we shall see. Um but, I mean, on paper, Washington, I think, <laughs> outplayed us. They just, unfortunately, all those penalties they had cost them. I mean, I want to say they had eight penalties that game. So, uh, you know, uh, but, I mean, on paper, they did well. So, I mean, Allen, Allen looked good. Uh, he's doing, I think he's doing very well. A weapon that, that I thought he would do. Just Who? What you say? Not a research, same opinion, but I, I thought he was not going to do as well. Uh, so, anyway... So that was the first time they played in that last. And I'm thinking, oh, the next week, I'm like, uh, both both our teams are going to get destroyed for, against our opponents. And boy, was I wrong, especially Washington. Oh, my Lord. They kept, I want to say that, they kept Dallas down to 142 yards. Yes, sir. Shut your yes, mouth. Sir. Yes, sir. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I Dallas lost that. They're hurting this and that. But I mean, holy moly. <laughs> holy moly. He <laughs> had two touchdowns that game. And uh, he, he, he played very well, again. So, I mean, you know, uh, their rushing game was was good also. So, I mean, Washington, Washington doesn't look too bad. I mean, I think Rivera... Really giving us credit. ...to the limit. So, we shall see. Push me to the limit! So, we'll see this weekend. You know, they took that loss with a grain of salt and, you know, had the, hosted Dallas and destroyed them. Massacred them. Wow, dude. And then, really? but then you have my New York Giants playing the Tampa Bay Buc- Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And along with the rest of America, I thought we were going to get massacred by Tom Brady <laughs> and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers because, I mean, they're the most feared team right now in the NFL, I think. And uh, we kept our own. We kept up with them. You know, we lost. But, I mean, we kept them down to 81 rushing yards, I want to say. Uh, you know, uh, our, our total yards were pretty similar. I mean, granted, we had seven penalties, which definitely hurt us. But, I mean, uh, 
Daniel Jones, you know, still he, he keeps throwing those picks. It's, that's hurting, but we shall see. I think this weekend, though, <coughs> I, I'm hoping the Giants win. But to be realistic, from my honest opinion, I think the Washington football team has shown that they had the momentum, mm. and I believe they will outscore the Giants. Big Mo? Um, Daniel Jones needs to work more and more on his passing, obviously. He needs to work on his mistakes, and hopefully they can grow him else. We might be seeing a new quarterback in the blue jersey next season. But I hope that's not the case. But uh, like I said, honest opinion, but, uh, Washington football team wins by 14 points. Guys, thank you for having me again. Miss wow. you guys. Hopefully next time we talk football, it's in person. Be safe. And that is Joe Bob coming live from the basement, being tied up by some stranger. Dude, so if you have any man. any whereabouts from where Joe I Bob just, is, call one eight hundred Crime Stoppers. I just hope he gets out, uh, you know, out of there, dude. I'm worried for him. I mean, I love Joe, and that thought was a great perspective. And yeah. for how deep he went into it, I mean, you know, he wasn't worried about whoever's watching him in that tunnel. But, but yeah, I agree with Joe. <laughs> I think the Skins are going to win, but I will, I'll get into that later. What, what do you think about the Giants-Bucks, though? I kind of want to hear your back on that because that was a very interesting game. And it really proved maybe to the NFC East that Giants really aren't to mess with. I think it shows that the, the Giants are the best 1-7 football team you've ever seen. Um, they play hard despite their many flaws. Uh, they are completely relegated at the running back position. Deion Lewis had a nice touchdown catch. Um, Daniel Penny uh, swerved it in there for him. Uh, Wayne Gallman had a one-yard rushing touchdown as well. But other than that, they really cannot run the football. Uh, Darius Slayton continues to be up and mm-hmm. down. I still don't feel he's a number one receiver. But between him and Golden Sterling Shepard, they make enough plays. But dude, it's, it's the New York Giants defense. Um, as, as, as we highlighted, uh, Fackrell in the linebacking core is strong uh, up front in the D-line. Uh, they, they shut down the Bucks' run. And uh, Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, those guys have been having a strong season. It's not just Tom Brady slicing and dicing. So because they put pressure on Tom and they shut down the run game, I mean, the New York Giants defense, I believe, is top 10 in the NFL. Uh, they, they need to uh, obviously work on the offensive line. And I'm still not convinced that Daniel Jones is the answer at quarterback. But they are, I believe, one off-season away uh, from competing for the NFC East Lease title next year. So shout-out to the Giants. Um, they are much better than my Dallas Cowboys, although we beat them in the first game. I do not expect to beat them on the rematch. Danny Dimes with nine picks, almost officially Danny Dimes, probably by time next week with ten picks. But He will, he will officially, officially be the ten official, piece. Official. So do you want to give – And he's still not – not putting up Carson Wentz the numbers. That's though. crazy. I didn't know that stat when you said how many picks did Carson have? Well, he just has 16 total turnovers. Oh, okay. Well, Danny games. fumbles too, bro. He he's got a quite a bit of turnovers yeah. for strip fumbles. Yes. If if you can just be a quarterback in the NFC East right now and not turn the ball over, my boy B A D Ben Denucci didn't throw any interceptions, but he must like Carson Wentz uh, fumble twice as well. So it's just a thing. Okay. Um, Kyle Allen, that, that that might be his biggest strength say, right now. Just yeah. don't turn the ball yeah. over, bro. Yeah. So I think um, looking forward to Washington football and the New York Giants, a battle of two very good defenses. I want to see you guys establish the run. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I want to see another strong outing out of him, and I expect it. Uh, J.D. McKissick, I want six or seven catches out of him for 45 or 50 yards. Uh, Scary Terry, 
I don't see him having a huge game, but he's so good that I think uh, six catches for 74 yards is on the docket yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see Logan Thomas get involved a little bit. Um, but I think the Giants defense is going to give you guys troubles, man. What was the score of the first game? Was it 22 to 20? Was that, was that uh, how much they beat you guys by? Yeah, yes, it was. It was 20, 20, 20. Yep, yep. Okay. I'm going to say you guys are going to score uh, one more field goal than you did, and they'll have two less points. So I'll go uh, Washington football team 23, New York Giants 20, in a tightly contested game of two teams who – Although they don't have a lot going for them, they're playing for the division because it's still within reach. Yeah, honestly, I see this being a sack buffet because the Giants, Ooh. the Giants D-line, seventh in the league in sacks. Redskins have given up 26 sacks this year. Giants allowing 23 Ouch. sacks this year. But I will say the Giants rushing defense, Antonio Gibson, should not have a field day like he dis- did against your Dallas Cowboys. They're actually fourth in the league at averaging 3.2 yards a carry to opponents. So they're Impressive. not slouch out in that run game. That front seven is strong and not always running upfield. But I didn't, I didn't see the stat till earlier because, you know, I do my research about 15 minutes prior to the pod. Baby. But all the yes, listeners can absolutely. tell. So the – Washington football team has given up the fewest passing yards per game in all of the NFL. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad right there. Not bad. It's a little bit more than not bad. Okay, it's yeah. pretty great. Okay, so Kendall Fuller leading the lead with six picks, even though being out. God, how many times <laughs> are you going to regurgitate that stat? I am so sick of Kendall Fuller and his picks. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We got Holcomb back. We got we're, we're our offensive line with Morgan Moses, Brandon Sheriff. We're all working together. Terry, scary Terry's got the C on his chest after his speech last week. Really motivated. Oh, yes, just, just earn the C, baby. Just earn the C. So I, I, I really, I see at least a touchdown against him. I know James Bradbury is known for, for being a shutdown corner, but I do believe in Scary Terry. I think we cruise by the Giants. Hopefully, if, if we, again, if we win the turnover battle, if Kyle Allen still provides the game manager that I think he can. I really, truly believe we win this game 17 to 23 Redskins. Okay, so me and you, uh, I think we, we both got our, got our heads in, in, uh, in similar directions on this game as far as uh, the Giants are a competitive football team right now. And although they beat you guys the first time, you guys are coming off of a big victory. You bye have week, a bye yeah. week, yeah. Um, and, they, and they're coming off of a mm-hmm. short week um, playing on yeah. Monday night. So I do, I do see uh, you guys pulling off the victory and getting to three and five. Yeah. So yeah. that'll pull you. Yeah, the Eagles are three, four, and one, and the Phillies on a bye this week. In case anyone was wondering, that's why we're not going to talk Thank about uh, Philadelphia uh, <laughs> anymore. But no, Phillies three, four, and one. So if you guys get to three and five, you're a half game out of yes, first sir. place. So this is a big, Absolutely. big game for you. Now let's um, move forward to a game that I have no desire watching whatsoever, <laughs> but I will sit in front of the TV for three hours on Sunday at 425 p.m. This is just the second time in the Super Bowl era that the Dallas Cowboys have been double-digit dogs at home, and that is yeah. crazy, dude. That's only the, and, and that just tells you about how bad this football team is. As we discussed, 
The two whitest guys in the history yep. of the league, Garrett yep. Gilbert and Cooper Rush, are uh, still vying for that coveted uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback position. But it doesn't matter who plays quarterback for the Cowboys. Our offense is completely pathetic. And it starts with that overfed, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered, running back Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. I am so tired of seeing this guy run the football, man. I wish we would have dealt yeah. him on Tuesday. The best running back in the Dallas Cowboys is number 20, mm. Tony Pollard. He averaged almost six yards a carry against the Eagles. Zeke wasn't even at four. Zeke just sits, he, he churns away for four or five yards, doesn't get any doesn't yards try after to, contact. Dude. Doesn't try to. And, yeah. No. And then Tony Pollard comes in and boom, seven, boom, eight. He puts the defense on their heels. Like, Tony's oh, trying to get paid. Understand. He's still hungry for that money, bro. Yes. Well, well Zeke's getting slaughtered, man. And, and it's just, it's, it can't be all on the offensive line, dude. If you, Ezekiel Elliott was either the first or second pick in everybody's fantasy yeah. draft this year, man. You're supposed to be that dude. Last year when the New York Giants were a complete dumpster fire, Saquon Barkley was still putting up Pro Bowl numbers. And I need you to do that, Zeke. But you're yeah. not going to do it. He's banged up. He's missed practice this week. He's going to play. But we're not going to be able to run the football unless we just bench his fat ass. And we put fucking playmaker Tony Pollard in the game and give him a solid 18 to touches for the first time in his career. But that's not going to happen. Uh, our trio of wide receivers is going to be relegated. God, I feel bad for whoever this quarterback is. Bud Dupree and TJ Watt, they're licking their chops. Minka Fitzpatrick cannot wait to see that wounded duck of a pass get me. I guarantee you he's going to get an interception. Um, Cameron Hayward and Stefan Tewitt in the middle of that defensive line are going to have a field day with our interior offensive line. There is no positives going into this game. The Steelers are 14-point favorites. They should be 24-point favorites. I'm starting Eric Ebron and Deontay Johnson this week. I expect them, along with Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, probably Benny Snell and James Conner. Big Ben Roethlisberger might catch a a touchdown. I don't know what can go wrong. Will go wrong. Please stop me. Please stop me. I mean, you haven't even played yet. I mean, I really – I got faith in Coop, dude. I'm loving Cooper Rush. I love you that have, name. Like, if it was in a lineup and I had to pick okay. between Coop and Garrett, I'd go Coop all day long. Um, so you think, you think there's going to be a Cooper to Cooper connection? I will say this, though. I, I would love McCarthy to bring out the Wildcat, as I said before. I just think it would be an interesting dynamic, whether it be Tony Pollard or Zeke. I think this game is, gets really sloppy, though, at the end of the day. If they can't control the clock with the run whatsoever against the Steelers, which I don't see happening because the Steelers' rusty and passy, or overall defense is pretty solid. Um, they don't, they have, don't a have a weakness. They're, they're one of the teams I'm picking to possibly get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. I see this. Oh, there's no possibly. You know, you stood on your chair last week and you screamed Buck Steelers Super okay, Bowl. So you, there's no going back from that. You've already, you, That's you've already fine. Made your Logan bet, got right? me a little excited there when he was talking about the Bucks, but I will say the Steelers win this game 37 to 13 pretty handily throughout the entire game. You, you think that Cooper or Garrett are going to get I'd like, 13 I think points? maybe a wild card. I mean, they're going to have to wild card, wildcat. They're, they're going to have to have some trick plays, there, but obviously the Steelers are probably going to assume. No more trick plays. There's no other way to. If, if Kellen Moore, if Kellen Moore hears this, he's going to get excited. Big. Like, All the fans want. They have to do it. They can't win this game straight up. There's no way. We can't. There's there's no path to victory, bro. Much like there's no path for Donald Trump to get those 270 electoral votes, there is no path for the Dallas Cowboys to get 13 yeah, points. I mean, yeah. 
We, we haven't scored a yeah, touchdown in three really, weeks. I didn't know that either. That's pretty brutal. Um, so, so do you want to get into Jay Luds, or we, we got another one to come now? No, no, that's it. The Eagles are on the bye week. We got to hop over to shooting with Luz. I know he was one and one last week, but let him tell us his record and uh, let us look forward to these two NFC yeah, East let's games. Let's do that once I find his audio file. Here we go, Luz. Did you send it to me? I don't see it on our text thread. No. Did I? See- Wait, you know what? He sends, yeah, we actually have a group, a group, chat, a, we have a group text thread. Jay Luz. Welcome, week nine, NFC East East. Jay Luds not in a basement. Thank you, Jay. It's your boy Jay Luds. Shout out. Went one and one last week. I'm twelve and ten overall. Uh, like I said, it's been a tough year in the NFC East. It's just some of these spreads are either really high or really low. So it's nothing really quite in the middle. I mean, the quite the observation. I'll be really high or really low. He's not my dog my dog's not gonna be as he's like, oh summer high. It's really high or it's really low. Luds wants to recount. (laughs) And that was in the middle last week I got right, which was the Eagles. But uh this week we're back to two games. Um before I get into those games, I do want to congratulate George and his lovely fiance on the engagement. Um, I'm very happy for both of them and, um, couldn't ask for a better place to do it. So, but, uh, let's start with the New York giants at the Washington football team, Washington football teams favored two and a half at home. Um, giants started two rookies on the O line last week against the bucks, left guard, left tackle. Um, that's troublesome this week, considering how prolific Washington's pass rush can be pressure from that D line is going to get Daniel Jones. I'm sure he'll turn the ball over once or twice if I had to predict that. Uh, he's had four turnovers in the last Bold. two weeks while Washington putting up six sacks in the victory over Dallas. Uh, Washington ranks number one in ah. the NFL in sack rate, mm-hmm. which I thought I was a pretty that. good stat. Yeah. Uh, I think they play well enough to get a win at home and cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. Washington 23 and the Giants 17. No way, dude. Uh, final game. Pittsburgh at Dallas. Gang. The Steel Curtains uh, minus 14, so they got to win by double digits in this game. Uh, that's a big spread to cover, but Dallas has been outscored 86-22 to 22 the nice. last three weeks. Pretty lopsided losses. Wow. Uh, Steelers lead the NFL with 30 sacks this year and should go off on whoever's under center for the Cowboys, which I don't think they've announced yet. <laughs> Coop. Uh, Coop. No. Minus 14, and I got the total score. 31 to 10, Pittsburgh. Good luck this week, guys. Hopefully, I can uh, redeem myself and keep creeping over 500. Um, just hanging by a hair here. But have a good one. Talk to you next week. And I creep. Thank you, Jay Luz. I appreciate the blessing, brother. Jeff Luz still still got still got the winning record in every week, man. He comes up with like a few different stats. Like, dude, he knew the Washington 10% football team. Sack sack I saw it earlier, and I know he had it because I did. I didn't mention it in the pod, but I did see it prior to this podcast. And I appreciate you putting in that work, That's Jeff. Do. No, dude, Lutz puts in work for us, bro. That's our boy. And, dude, what, what a sweetheart for shouting out that beautiful engagement that you and Kirsten had on San Francisco. I, why did I say Oh, because I'm watching the Niners game. Out in Arizona, excuse me. The, the, the video quality was just gorgeous. If anyone who's listening to this hasn't <laughs> seen it, 
thrown in a like, <laughs> a comment, or congratulated George. Please, Jay. Hey, Dell did say that it almost and, brought a tear to his eye. How'd you feel? Did you get emotional when you saw it? Did I get emotional? <laughs> I wouldn't say that I got emotional because I'm dead inside and I'm a very lonely individual. And once again, I want to repeat Go to the viewers me, I don't even have a laptop, let alone a diamond ring to give a beautiful, sweet young lady like Pearson. Uh, so as I, guys, things are not going on well his for me. Third laptop, Did you hear still me? Can't figure out technology, guys. Still can't figure it out, okay? Every time we talk about the Cowboys, I go into a complete spasm. I threw my back out five minutes ago, okay? But I love all of you guys for listening to this. I'm going to try for a fourth <laughs> laptop next week. Hopefully, we can get back to our quality microphones um, and our Audio engineering. Even throw in um, maybe, I don't know if you heard, I actually uh, recorded an ad while you were out in Arizona. What? And I didn't even tell you. Really? So, um, yeah, so we're now monetized. $15 a pod, kid. I, Where are you at? Let's go. Let's gang. Go. Yes, right. So if you got it's, it's I only put it on the older episodes. So the newer episodes will not have it. But if anyone goes back and listens to the old episodes, you'll hear this oh. sexy sterling voice um, telling <laughs> you to download the Anchor app. I love it, dude. I love it. And I love you, buddy. And I love all of you for listening. And um, shout out to the Washington football team for um, giving the NFC East something to cheer about this week. And the Giants, too, because God knows my Dallas Cowboys will not provide any of that. Hopefully, I will come back next week with a laptop and with some more optimism for the Dallas Cowboys. That's it for Episode 9 of the NFC East. Peace.